like why not replicate like a like a smaller version of the Bourbon Trail in downtown Peoria in the White House district of like a cocktail trail and make like make that the reason that people come to Peoria is to like do their own self-guided tour from a couple of restaurants and bars that have good high-end cocktails. And then when they're here, then you expose them to all the bars and restaurants and Airbnbs and that are like along that, right? Yep. That are supportive of it. So, but like be succinct in the messaging and create a cocktail trip. Hey, you're listening to the People of Peoria podcast, where we explore the people and places that shape the culture of Peoria, Illinois. Welcome back to the People of Peoria podcast. As always, my name is Austin Savage. I'm here with my good friend. Alex Turner. And we are your hosts. Alex, tonight, today, whenever this goes out, we are celebrating you. You got a new job. We, I did. We did. <laughs> we did. We did. No. no <laughs> Together. Did. Yep. Uh, no, I'm excited. Um, I'll be actually probably a couple weeks in, but by the time this goes live. Yeah. But, so hopefully it's going well. What are you doing? The people of Peoria want to know. Um, I will be a project manager at Allied Outdoor Solutions. Supporting the Peoria economy. Yeah. Not. <laughs> <laughs> sure. I'll be working here. It's a company in Texas, right? He'll be yeah. spending his be dollars working. here. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, all of my dollars are being, being spent here. So, yeah, no, I'll be working uh, remotely, take a new remote position. It'll be nice. Yeah. Uh, probably give me a little more uh, schedule free free time. Yeah. I'm trying to think of what, I don't know why I forgot the word. but Flexibility? Yeah. There you yeah, go. Yeah, a little bit more flexibility. I'm excited to be able to take my, my daughter starts kindergarten this year. And so being able to get her, get her there and pick her up was something big that I wanted to tr- be able to do. And um, just wasn't quite working out with my old job schedule, yeah. my current job schedule. And and so, um, no, there's a lot of a lot of factors and reasons that went into it. But um, no, I'm really excited to start a, a new adventure. Yeah. I tried to get you to go full time with the podcast, but the the job security you, you really didn't you didn't vibe with it, you know. Angela just wasn't vibing on the three hundred dollars a year, on donated you know? beers, and coffees, and things like that. So can I we mean, get some of that? I tried, but we'll try to hook you up, man. I, I'm, that's, you guys already have. We'll it, do though, this but. again. <laughs> so you guys have already heard their voices, but today we have a highly requested episode. Very highly uh, requested. With Jody and Cliff Vieira. Uh, they own Crafted DIY Studio and Bar um, down in the Warehouse District. And we also, I think this is the fanciest episode we have ever Ooh. recorded. This is definitely honestly. the first time we've had neon lights. <laughs> yes, <laughs> neon lights. <laughs> and I'm a I don't big, know if that makes it fancy. Yeah, but it's pretty fancy. Yeah. I was going to say the personal bartender is really... Well, the, yeah, that's, that, yeah, that's what it is. Shout uh, out Ellie's Ellie over Weber. there in the corner. Ellie, do you want to shout and say hello? hello. <laughs> <laughs> if you could hear her voice, that's Ellie. She's awesome, uh, and she's made our drinks. It's so cool. I know. I'm almost. I'm like halfway done I already. I know. I've Mine's been, almost gone, and I, they go. They go quickly. They yeah. do. Okay, so normally we have Alex do it, but you guys know I feel like more about. The, yeah, no, that's the a drink, great idea. So oh no, that's okay. I'd love to hear his description. Okay. <laughs> Wait before this, Jody, you, you said on Instagram that you're that you don't like video or audio recordings. Hate it. Yeah, I hate why? It. Um, I'm always thinking about who's going to listen. I'm not. Hmm. I can't just be in the moment. Yeah, yeah. Do you have like somebody specific you're thinking about listening? No, to this everybody. or it's just kind just of like everybody. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. everybody thinks you're cool because everybody's like, <laughs> you need to talk to them. They have the best story, it's true. the coolest place. Yeah. But that's a lot of pressure. So, okay, Our sorry. They said <laughs> it, it'll be up. the easiest. Yeah, we like to set expectations low yeah. and then and over <laughs> over deliver. She, she is cool. She she uh, she fooled me too. So like she comes across very uh, 
very funny and very well put together. <laughs> Are you saying that she's not that way? Or? <laughs> she I worries she's not saying. that way. Yeah. She's worried she's not that way, but it comes across wonderful. Yeah. People love her. <laughs> so on that note, Alex, tell us about what we're drinking. We're drinking, well, everybody is drinking gin basil smash. Yes. Did I get that in the right order? Yep. Mm-hmm. Gin it's, smash basil. <laughs> All right. You know what? Is that what you were thinking? <laughs> okay, sorry. I won't make fun of Because I don't have headphones on. I can't I hear know. myself. Delightful. Very easy to drink. Uh, very smooth and light. The The cucumber flavor goes in really well with the gin, and you barely taste the gin. I mean, this is yeah. almost like a a really nice basil lemonade that you, mm-hmm. you mm-hmm. feel like you could just drink a ton of, which would be very dangerous because it's yeah. got a decent amount of alcohol in yeah, it. Yeah, but so, apparently uh, it has a lot of but gin. I'm really, I'm, yeah. I'm really enjoying it's it. It's like so. half gin. <laughs> yeah, no, it's, it's great. It is really one of the Exactly what I like. It, it's yeah. a good representation of what Jody has tried to do with all the, the cocktails. They're mm-hmm. very balanced, very fresh. Yeah. Uh, they've got like, it's like a three part thing. Like there's a visual appeal. Yeah. There's an like aromatic appeal and, and certainly a flavor appeal. So there's yeah. a whole experience wow. just in there your There really drink. is. We'll post a picture of it too because yeah. I got a good one of it. It's, oh, good. Yeah. It's very, very nice looking. You're so much more organized than I am tonight. It's stressing <laughs> me out. The first time ever. <laughs> for the first time. Do you guys rotate cocktails like based on the season or what does that look like? We do. This one's always on the menu because it's our signature drink but yeah we do change things up depending on the season yeah very cool all right so we love to start off our episodes with some stupid questions Mm -hmm. so before we get into the real questions are you guys cool to start with some stupid ones yep (laughs) you're gonna do great (laughs) all right so here's the first one so if you were to appoint a president of the internet who would it be and why easy lmfao (laughs) Why? Just so much fun and energy all the time. Okay. Is that your personality? It, it certainly was, like, when I was a little younger. I don't carry quite as much energy, but I want to. Sure. Like, I aspire and I wish I continued Do you that. want to know his nickname uh, in his family? Yes. So he, he's the do. oldest of five boys. Okay. okay. They all kind of have their little nickname, and his is Forever 21. What? Okay. <laughs> Why? Tell us the story. Because he always wants to party. He always thinks that he can hang. He doesn't want to miss out on the fun. That's awesome. I have serious FOMO. Yeah. yeah. It was really bad in college. It's not quite as bad now because Jody We're doesn't too let exhausted. me. <laughs> but, but I, yeah, I still carry a lot of FOMO. Yeah, I'm pretty sure the first thing you said to us when we walked in was like, the night's still young. As, as soon as we... <laughs> <laughs> like, this is just the beginning, right? And, yeah. yeah, meanwhile, we have to be home at nine for our babysitter. Well, someone does. Yeah, <laughs> yeah one of us. True. <laughs> Who would you appoint to be president of the internet? <laughs> the first thought that came to my mind was my mom because she doesn't know how to do anything with the internet and it'd just be gone. <laughs> wow, not a fan of the internet. No. Am. <laughs> that was just the first thought that yeah, came. Just like, um, I'm not great with technology, so it's just like, well, it'd be easier if everything was just. If we <laughs> named Al charge. Gore, would that be too accurate? <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it makes sense, though. <laughs> you know? No, actually, on second thought, I would like Ellen DeGeneres because then I do think everything oh. would just be pleasant and, and peaceful. Wow. She's, Except for everybody she's working for water. Yeah. yeah. Let's go with Ooh. Ellen DeGeneres two years ago. Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah. When everybody liked her stuff. Yeah. Yeah. It was all happy. Too soon. <laughs> I don't know why I'm next. Ellen just came. 
that was cool. the, I mean, you were, yeah, was, you were right on that. I almost didn't <laughs> let you finish answering response. the question. I was that, asking actually, the question. that was going to be his answer for any question you had. <laughs> was that one that you prepared beforehand? <laughs> if you don't know what yeah, to say, how, just say LMFA. Yeah. <laughs> how did you know I was going to ask that? It, it fits in as the, the music group, but also just a response. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so the next one is, what would you do if you found a penguin in the freezer? I'd let it out. It's <laughs> a good start. It's <laughs> a good start. It might be too warm here, though. It might want to go back in the freezer. It's like it probably is at home in the freezer. Yeah. So I might just give it some water that it's, it could swim through. But I don't know how you keep that from freezing. Yeah. You'd have to build like an aerator. Yeah, or some kind of like movement or flow of the water. Mm-hmm. I mean, it seems like if it was in there and it was alive when I opened it, it's probably doing just fine. <laughs> so he'd leave it be. Cl- so you have to close the freezer. Yeah. <laughs> what the? What? <laughs> what would you do after you let it out? Oh, I don't know. I'd follow its lead. <laughs> You're the leader now. Where are we going with this? March going? of the Penguin and Jody. <laughs> that reminds me of a story when we were living in Nashville. The Chattanooga Zoo is really nice, and they've got mm-hmm. a big penguin exhibit. And it made big news because a toddler walked out with one in its backpack. Are you oh, really? Like it walked into the exhibit, put it in its backpack, and left and nobody the zoo. noticed. And yeah, and then like parents found it later or something outrageous. <laughs> so it's like, that's amazing. That's probably as close as you get to opening your freezer and finding your penguin. You open your kid's <laughs> you backpack, you find a penguin. <laughs> that's crazy. It's not cold enough in there. Yeah, yeah, no, not anywhere near. Are penguins like actually nice? Like they are marketed as nice. They seem nice. I don't yeah. know if I've ever seen one actually interact with a human. Can Maybe like move, a trainer. Can they yeah. move fast enough on land to not be nice? That's true. Like, <laughs> do they have an option? Yeah, because yeah. <laughs> yeah, they're pretty defenseless. <laughs> Where are they at in like the food chain? Are they pretty low? Mm, they, Ellie's they saying, yeah. Fish. She's saying they're pretty low. Yeah. She said but that was a dumb I think question. a lot of things would eat them. <laughs> well, that's so. the whole point of this segment, I right? guess that's, yeah, that's true. This is a stupid question. So. Yeah. <laughs> okay, we can move on. <laughs> so last one. When a hot dog expands in the microwave, which direction does it split and why? Does this make sense to you? I don't think Austin's ever, I sent this to Austin, he didn't get it. I don't know if he's ever microwaved a hot dog I before. have, but it just stays the same size. You've never seen, you've never cooked it for long enough. I mean, I think that it... (laughs) Ellie is looking at me again. (laughs) Am I the only one who's ever witnessed this happen? Yeah, I don't think I have. We've always... We always boiled ours. Gross. As kids. Okay. It was like Sunday. I don't think I always hot dogs. version. Oh, man. Now I got to come up with something. Oh, no, no, no. You got to tell us the answer. I have an answer. I don't know. It depends Hmm. where the... um, Like the weakest point in the skin is. Okay. Right? Like yeah. if, where they tied off Absolutely. the end of the sausage, if that's the weakest point, it's going to blow there. If there was an anomaly somewhere along the casing. <laughs> that was genius. That is an engineering uh, degree. I was going to say. Like totally worth it right there. <laughs> what is your job at uh, CAT? Well, you got a new one. So. Yeah. Um, so I've always been in the like the marketing, sales, dealer development space. So I got an engineering degree, but I was like, yeah. Eh. I barely got through that. So let's go into marketing yeah. and sales. Like, I think that's more fun and a better fit. So and then you just feel clueless there. So it's great. <laughs> yeah. Just kidding. But it's been, um, yeah, so that's been the space. And I'm at, currently my job is in like the rental development space. So okay. in the rental okay. business for Caterpillar dealers. Yep. And I'm, I'm moving into the, the mining, which is quite a large difference. Yeah. Uh, but in like strategy, excuse me, marketing development within mm-hmm. like solution selling. So it's not okay. even selling our machines. It's selling contracts around our machines, which is wow. kind of in some ways a, a new venture for cat. Yeah. It's an area that I think we need to go yeah. further in. 
So what do awesome. you do here? I work for free. Here. <laughs> I was going to make a correction earlier. Like, uh, so Jody and Cliff own Crafted. And I was like, well, technically I own 0% of here, but oh. I do get to work here for free. <laughs> yeah, that's cool. That's kind of fun. <laughs> but I'm her landlord, so. This is the second time you were my landlord. That's right. Wait, what? Yeah. What's the first one? So we met when we were both living in Peoria okay. and we started dating and then he got transferred to Nashville with Kat and asked me to move with them. And I was like, sure, but I'm going to move in with you. And he was like, I don't, I don't want to, I'm not comfortable. <laughs> <laughs> like, Starting well, that's what's happening. Strong, yeah. So he bought a place and then p- charged me rent. Are you so I had to, I had to cut him a check every month. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not freeloading here. Yeah, <laughs> How long had you guys been together at that point? Um, like nine months. Okay. I mean, not, I, not super kind of long, fair. but long, sure. like three times as long as his previous relationships. Yeah. Oh, oh, wow. <laughs> Shots fired. Oh, man. I was just looking for the right one. Yep. That's yeah. a good answer. Yeah. That is a good answer right there. It's true. It's true. I did not wait around very long. If I get, if I yeah. wasn't jiving or like this wasn't going anywhere, yeah, we'll find another fish. So, are you guys both from Peoria originally? No, neither one of us is. Okay. I'm from Gridley. Okay, so nearby. Sure, um, mm-hmm. yep. but yeah, Cliff. It's a very loaded question. Uh, my dad was in the military, so I have moved uh, many. I remember reading this many times. I've lost count. And I, it's you up said to, eighteen at one. It's point. something about yeah, because I thought when I. Like went to college and like started my adult life, I would stop moving as much, and then yeah. I got into a large corporation in marketing, and so I yeah. just continued to move. I've yet to live anywhere longer than four years, and I think this round in Peoria is going to set gonna be the one. set the record. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, when you open a business here, you're kind of kind of stuck, kind of putting down roots. So yeah, it's interesting. it's interesting, it, it and it's very opposite from Jody's background. Yeah, my so my dad's a farmer, and my parents live on the farm that has been in my family for over 150 years. Wow! So totally different than Cliff's family because both his parents, yeah. parents were in the military as well. So they've always yeah. moved. Mm-hmm. And then once I we got married, we moved every three years. Wow. We've lived in Nashville, and then in the Sacramento area, and then in Denver. And then we came back to Peoria. Do you feel like you guys have different perspectives of life because of that? I, I don't know. I, I, um, I am very open to change in some aspects, a lot of aspects. And I kind of like hmm. am, thrive on that. Mm-hmm. Like it's okay. exciting to me sure. to adapt that. It's not so scary. It's more like, okay, let's figure right. that out. Yeah. Um, and I think that has to be It's certainly part of my personality. Mm-hmm. Because my younger brothers, not all of them responded the same to moving so much. But yeah. it certainly shaped, I think, for me, a lot of who I am as an adult and like how I approach life and, and handle things. Because, I mean, the only thing that's constant in life is change. So yeah. if, if, if you're like 90% of the people that don't particularly adapt to it well or don't really like it, yeah. um, but you can be, I think it, it gives you a leg up in a lot mm-hmm. of ways. So. Sure. I mean, I feel like <clears throat> my relationships with my family like extended family are a little bit stronger and more important because i grew up next to them and they were part of like daily life Mm -hmm. um so i think that that's been harder for me moving Mm -hmm. around not being closer to my family Mm -hmm. um but i don't know maybe it just rubbed off on me or maybe it was part of my personality that wasn't tapped into but i feel like our moving every couple of years and taking on these new adventures is definitely part of something that um, I really respond to. Yeah. And as far as like living here longer, we didn't get that 
itch to move like we sort of got in the other places after two years because we were starting a new adventure with mm-hmm. Crafted. Mm-hmm. So give us two years and I guess we'll <laughs> two, open a two different years. business. Yeah. <laughs> You'll just be like, or, uh, I don't know. We're done with this one. So <laughs> <laughs> pretty soon they'll own the whole block. So I don't know why we haven't done this before, but we asked people to send in questions oh, and yeah. they like did our job for us. No, I, I was going to send in a question, but I couldn't decide. Should, uh, you were gonna set us I up? was going to send in a question. Yeah, I was going to oh. say, what's Cliff's favorite thing about Jody? <laughs> oh, let's start with that one. If there's anything that you know on our Instagram social media is that Jody trolls me constantly. So I figured that you would throw me under the bus. <laughs> What's your favorite thing about Jody? Yeah, we just got that one on. Our yeah, it just came through. <laughs> <laughs> this is very convenient. Ellie's in and in. Don't take too long. Oh, well, I have. I got to boil it down. I feel no. like there's just so many. Yeah, no, that is true. It's yeah. very true. Um, <laughs> I, I think probably, and I didn't appreciate this as much as when we were younger and, and first dating, and, and hmm. really probably first married. Um, how much in some way she's opposite than I am. Okay. Because it is, and that she's not, she doesn't back down. Like when she wants, when she knows what she wants, she's pretty clear and, and stubborn about it. <laughs> um, but that is, but it's challenged me in a lot of ways, personally, family wise, socially yeah. to like challenge my views. I would say I had a pretty conservative, relatively narrow minded, even as much as I moved. Mm-hmm. Um, and saw like different parts of the country and, and such. Sure. And still relatively naive or, or tunnel visioned on mm-hmm. what I grew up with or what I knew. So, yeah. Yeah, that's probably the best favorite, my favorite and least favorite Yeah, thing. that's exactly <laughs> how I feel about you. You yeah. always challenge me to do more than I feel comfortable with, but I'm always happy that I did. Yeah. Like, for example, when you Instagram messaged me about mm-hmm. doing this, he wasn't there, but I knew Cliff would say, we need to do this. Yeah. I was like, yes. Did you think about saying no? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Only because I don't like uh, the attention. Yeah. But obviously, I love your podcast, and I we need to do whatever we mm-hmm. need to do to make our business successful. So, yeah. But that's Cliff's influence. Like, I would have totally said no yeah. on my own. Well, you're doing great. So, <laughs> I'm glad you <laughs> said yes. All right. So, questions that other people sent in. So uh, Jeff Hemstead sent in, who's a better neighbor, Banu or Drew? <laughs> Can we plead the fifth? <laughs> we edit this, right? No, we're not. We're not choosing between them. They're both great neighbors. <laughs> can I give them positives of both? Yeah. You absolutely yeah. can. Yeah. The short answer is that Drew comes in and buys beer from us on a regular occasion. Okay. <laughs> Because we share a wall with mm-hmm. him. So sure. we joked about just having like a trap door, like the old, <laughs> yeah. you know. Um, <laughs> During Prohibition. Prohibition ages where yeah. we just, just like slide it through. Like and he no just knocks on it yeah. like four times. <laughs> and, you know. Yeah. So we should still do that just Actually, for fun. Actually, you're right. Because he buys beer from us and we just spend all of our money at Zion buying <laughs> coffee all the time. Yeah. So hopefully like it's trickling around. Yeah. Like, maybe Banu is like dropping mad cash yeah. in there. <laughs> yeah. It trickles down from here. So, um, but Banu and, and Mike, but ba- Banu primarily was really helpful and like a, a sounding board and mm. helping us kind of get started. And she's got a great social media yeah. presence, mm-hmm. great following, great, con- like committed, like loyal mm-hmm. base. And so she's certainly gave us a lot of tips and guidance and a lot of yeah. like, positivity because yeah. all prior to COVID, cause we opened mm-hmm. two weeks before COVID showed up. 
Yeah. Um, and so at that point, you know, I think Banu was like, you know, feeling, they were feeling pretty good about a lot of things, right? They've had a three or four year old mm -hmm. business and it was, it was busy. And part of the reason we picked this spot was because we knew they were down there and they were driving right. activity and there was a lot yeah. of synergy. So anyway, mm -hmm. she's been, she's been a great supporter and, you know, yeah. They've both been great neighbors. Well, we were telling you guys earlier about how the pipes froze and we mm -hmm. didn't have water. I mean, both of them were like letting us go into their businesses and fill up buckets of water so that, that we could crazy. clean dishes awesome. and whatever it was we mm -hmm. need to do. Yeah, the the neighborhood down here is amazing. Mm -hmm. I love just how the culture's like just eat, being solidified, I feel like, in yeah. the warehouse district in general. It's got, it's got some ways to go a little bit. Mm -hmm. We need some like holes filled in. It's a yeah. little too like spread out still. Mm -hmm. but how do you think that happens like how do we fill those holes i mean <clears throat> that's a question that was sent in i was told to be positive well you can be honest without being negative so i think we just need more more residents and mm -hmm. more businesses down here yeah. it's like classic like chicken and the egg like residents mm -hmm. don't necessarily want to live here because there's not you know not maybe what they want to be here right. businesses don't want to come here because there's yeah. not people here and then you got the whole pandemic where people haven't been coming downtown for 20 mm -hmm. months with all the businesses not having people in. So, right. I, I mean, what, what I see, so we live kind of near the Heights mm -hmm. and I think everyone's very familiar with that little strip of yeah. like great activity and like, yeah, you don't have to know what's there. You just go there right? and then you, and you figure do what out. you want yeah. and yeah. you probably spend a couple That's hours That's what we want down here. We right. need, we need, I think more density. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. There could be, there can be dense like pockets, but yeah, it's all a little bit too spread out. And like yeah. even having two blocks between like even black band mm -hmm. feels really far away sure. because between like sugar and them, it's there's like a you bunch pass. of like, yeah. you know, Nothing. commercial right. businesses and, and mm -hmm. industrial businesses. And it's, so I don't know. I'd, I'd like to see more like density in, in this area, the riverfront and that sort of stuff to help create like just a place a to go and then you figure mm -hmm. it out. Mm hmm. It's interesting to compare it even to Peoria Heights. Like we were just there mm -hmm. the yeah. other day for your birthday. Yep. And uh, like we we hopped around like yeah. very easily. Like just mm -hmm. walked across the street, went to um, Poor Brothers, and then went to the rooftop bar and like just walked around. And it's not as easy to do that mm -hmm. here. Like sometimes we'll do that between like even like time and yeah. like bearded, bearded owl, owl down there. Mm -hmm. It's just you a different vibe. You definitely have to be more intentional. When exactly. You're going, where, yeah. Like yeah. you said, in, your, in well, the heights, you're just like, well, let's walk down the street and, and then see, what, yeah. see, you know, see where we want to go. It's like, well, do I want to go left or right when I walk out of here? Cause mm -hmm. you know, there's only so many things each way. So yeah, yeah you have to, you and you kind of have to know that. Yeah. You have yeah. to, yeah, you have to, it's not like there's clear signage or anything that, Oh yeah, that's down the street. It's like without walking down there, you don't know where it is. Mm -hmm. Which is, which is funny because like the digital age and like Google Maps, like you could, yeah. you could very quickly clear that up, but yeah, but there's still like a mental, like exercise that has to happen. Mm -hmm. Like mm -hmm. yeah, it just needs to be so easy that it, like you don't have to put thought into it. Mm -hmm. you know? mm -hmm. That's what the Heights has. Yeah. So I, that's our vision. That's our vision for the street. It was one of the reasons sure. we picked this building was because we saw the potential of this particular block. Yeah, we had kind of known some of the plans that Casey had, and so. We have high mm -hmm. hopes that, you know, a lot of that will pull through and this will be, yeah. this will rival the heights and yeah. density, density, popularity and, and that sort of thing. Yeah. What, what do you think of Casey as a neighbor? <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> he was great. He's great. It's kind of fun to see their business over there now. Because I think when you guys did your interview, his yeah, offices we were down, were there down here. And now yep. their office is over there. Okay. So we can kind of keep an eye on them. Yeah. And come out with their, <laughs> his dog. He opens the garage door. And, you can see him. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. All right. Nick Yates sent in. Uh, mm. Tell us about the preparation required to put a new cocktail on the menu. Well, there's a lot of taste testing. A lot of times I try, like I have an idea of what I want. So mm-hmm. I try, I kind of build it in three parts. So the alcohol, the liquor, and then yeah. um, the like lime juice or the lemon juice, some kind of hmm. citrus generally for our cocktails, and then um, a sugar. So I have kind of a ratio that I always start from. And okay. then I think about the season, like what flavors, what's in season, you know, yeah. Uh, what can we bring into it that's interesting and different, hmm. a different take on it? And then it's just a lot of taste testing. Yeah. Do you have a background at all in bartending or anything no, like that? No, I've never bartended. I've never worked in the service industry. <laughs> I don't know what. What? <laughs> We're total DIYers. It's like, oh, I've never yeah. done this. Oh, I should just open one up myself yeah. and run it. I think it started when we were living in California. Um, I really changed my diet just for personal reasons. Mm -hmm. And so I started cooking from scratch a lot. So I learned a lot about balancing the flavors and using fresh ingredients. And Mm. like, you can't put, you know, you can put lipstick on a pig and it's still a pig. So you want to start with the best ingredients Mm -hmm. possible. Um, And then, yeah, just using that basis from cooking and applying it to cocktails. Sure. Yeah. That's cool. How long would you say that process is from like the idea to like when it's on the menu? I mean, we're (laughs) kind of a one... (laughs) It, it could happen in, in an night. hour. Yeah. It could happen in one hour if I wanted it to. But yeah. generally, I start making, you know, working on things a week or two in advance. Yeah. Yeah. It was Pretty a cool. quote unquote rough winter prepping to open because we had to oh my taste a lot of cocktails. Mm. There was one Sunday where I made like four different Palomas and they were just slightly different. It was sure. like, oh, this has a half an ounce of this syrup and this yeah. one has. 0.75 ounces. Yeah, let's like, taste uh, them both and make sure. Actually, let's make full glasses of all of them. Yeah. We'll just, yeah. It, yeah. That's it, how it happened. It, yeah. did, it did. Our kids put us to bed. They're like seven and five. They're like, what's wrong with you today? Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. So I would say in the beginning, yeah. like the first menu, that took months. I was mm-hmm. I was taste okay. testing things, workshopping it. I'm the kids' birthday parties. I'd yeah. have all these cocktails for my families to, to try. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, just to get their honest opinions yeah. and that's yeah. Cool. I mean, and some of our drinks we've been making for years. Like my mojito, mm-hmm. when we lived in California, we had a pool out back and we'd have mojitos every weekend. Like mm-hmm. that's the recipe that we kind of honed. Yeah. Okay. And the old fashioned, Cliff's been drinking that okay. for years. But yeah, that gave us a base to kind of jump off from. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Yeah, oh, we, we did not like <laughs> one of the, we have a variety of experience that it kind of led to all this happening, but none of it included running, opening a bar. Yeah. In fact, I never thought I would ever, ever open a bar because mm-hmm. you only hear about people like losing money at bars or divorcing. Yeah. So, uh, like, neither of those were very appealing. Sure. So, <laughs> makes sense. Uh, but here we are, yeah. like, doing it without knowing what we get into. But we, we, had a, we had a friend that started with us, and, and Ellie has also been really good about, like, setting that space up. And mm-hmm. then Jody's cocktails are, like, they're good. They're just... They're fresh, they're balanced, and all those ingredients make a big difference. And we do put a lot of effort, like she said, like 
0.25 ounces of, mm-hmm. of lime juice or makes not. A difference. And it does yeah. make a difference. And um, we try to repeat it uh, over and over. It's about consistency and, and quality and hmm. the overall experience. So. Our next question comes from Ellie Gerbs. Uh, oh, that's, that's Ellie. Oh, what? <laughs> question. Hey, Ellie. Ellie, do you want to ask your question? Yeah, do you want to ask yeah, it? Yeah, come over here. Yeah, Live and in person. I even have it here on the phone if you want to read it, if you forgot what you asked. <laughs> Did you have any other business ideas before coming up with Crafted? Oh, no. <laughs> do you, did you know that? Ellie. <laughs> oh, I didn't want this one to come up. <laughs> we're, we're well done, Ellie. 17 or zero. It's one of those. <laughs> well, I mean, I had an Etsy shop. So okay. I okay. was making jewelry and selling it online for seven years before we started Crafted. Yeah. What was it called? It was called Joe Marie Jewelry. Okay. And uh, then when we, we also kind of talked about opening a business for families because Peoria is so family oriented Mm -hmm. uh, where the kids could play and the parents could have a drink. So Mm. there would be like, I love that idea. Indoor play area. And then like (laughs) beer and wine in the, in the space where the parents sit back and watch. Yeah. Yeah. We talked about that, but in the end, our kids were kind of getting old enough that we didn't have to go to those places. This isn't very appealing anymore. Right? We're out. Yeah. This is we don't much benefit. more interesting. Those parents in Peoria with but two how are year we olds going to enjoy this? Right. Yeah. There's a lot of truth in that. Like, yeah. how are we going to enjoy yeah. it? And I think that probably carries through for, for a lot sure, of small businesses. There's like, a passion or like an interest. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm sure the idea came from it's something you guys wanted to see that exactly. some, you know that's something that you could use. And you're yeah. like, oh, what would we love to see? And yeah, you found a gap. When that right. when that uh, is no longer there for you, you're like, oh, this doesn't seem as cool anymore. <laughs> right. I totally get it. Well, I feel like that's all of how Crafted started was like sure. we had lived in these other places and seen cool things. And then we're here and we're like, what can we do? What What is there to do? And then we're like, wouldn't it be awesome if Peoria had this? Or wouldn't mm-hmm. it be great if Peoria had that? And yeah. instead of just wishing, we decided to do it and right. bring it to Peoria. So yeah, this is more of reflection of our interests and mm-hmm. what we would like to be doing with our free time than that business yeah. anymore. But I mean, you're literally doing it 24-7, it feels like, I'm sure. So, yeah. like, you have to love it. All right. Ellen Yates uh, also sent in a question, and she said, directed at Jody. Oh. How do you feel about being compared to Joanna Gaines? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. One of our friends in the neighborhood says I'm the Joanna Gaines of Peoria. Hmm. Um, so, maybe that's what she's referring to. But, yeah, I mean, Joanna Gaines is amazing. So, any type of comparison, I, I'm very yeah. flattered by, but, of course, couldn't live up to it yeah do you feel like you have a similar like aesthetic that you go for no she does or is it um i don't not in this space right okay um that's what i was thinking i'm not an expert though (laughs) (laughs) in our home maybe a little bit okay but no in this space this was actually so fun to decorate i i loved designing this space Hmm. because i'd never done a commercial space so you think of an idea but then you take it and multiply it times like five or ten I mean, just for example, this wall right here, Mm -hmm. this is a faux brick wall. What? Really? Yeah. So when we first looked at this space, it was like um, Harley Davidson orange drywall. This entire 50 feet. What was wow. in here before? Do you guys know? It was know? a bar. Oh, it was a bar? It had been a, a bar, very sparse for decades, I believe. Okay. Okay. But the previous owners told us that there was brick behind it and we knew the building was old. I was like, awesome. Cause I want exposed yeah. brick. Well then when we 
closed Whoa. on the building, turns out that the brick you could see was actually the other building beside us, our neighbor. Oh. It wasn't our brick. So, of course, wow. we couldn't expose it because then we wouldn't have a wall. Yeah. Right. So, <laughs> Makes sense. Someone else's you know, yeah. wall. It's a, Casey's like, wall. Yeah. I wanted this warehouse feel. I wanted that exposed brick. It's like yep. how racking my brain, how am I going to get this? And after Pinterest and YouTube and all the rabbit holes, mm-hmm. I finally figured out that we were going to buy panels of faux brick. It's like pressed yeah. Okay. Press board um, that are four foot by eight foot, and Cliff jigsawed out each half brick, and then we married what? them. And when you then think about we, it, it, comes like an eight by four foot sheet. And they just so cut it straight down. So it, all these half bricks. Right. Are there so that's if you like put so together, obvious. There's a seam right there. Yeah. 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 So he jigsawed them all out, and then we married them together, and then buttered them with like this plaster. Yeah. yeah. And then went over and did like a German schmear over at the top of it. Sure. So we probably have like 17 or 20 panels on this wall. Okay. Wow. You should ask Casey what he thought about this wall. (laughs) (laughs) What did he think? He didn't think it was going to look good. Oh, but does he like it now? Yeah. He sent sent someone here to say, well, you don't have brick in your space, but I know someone that that did it and you can pull it off. He was like, I did not think it was going to turn out. (laughs) It looks amazing. I mean, I literally would have thought. Thanks. You guys are the first that I've told this to, so I'm revealing our secrets. Well, now you're telling hundreds of people. (laughs) So So come in and check out the wall because it's really cool. There's a lot of deception going on. You you could do this this in your house. (laughs) Smoke and mirrors. The foundation foundation of our business is deception. Yeah. (laughs) So true. Well, in the front of our bar. Sorry. I was trying to with the triangles. Yes. This was based off of a backsplash that I saw on Pinterest. So you take wow. that and then you like blow it up, mm-hmm. you know, ten times the size. So that was sure. that was been really fun to do some more like so funky, fun. unique. <laughs> yeah. Jody came to me with that one. I was like, You wanna rip eight by four sheets of plywood into triangles that are like symmetrically perfect and then oh they're different <laughs> thicknesses, different, different thicknesses. colors. Right. This is gonna be terrible. And it it's it's amazing actually. It's one of the most more it is so cool. Most commented. Uh, I love how they even like come out a mm-hmm. little bit differently. Like, yeah, it adds that texture. Yeah, it's really nice. I have to stop questioning her design ideas because every time I have, I've been proven wrong. Yeah, <laughs> then they she does it. Out, they all turn out very well, and she wins. So, oh. and she's gotten very good about. I want to be clear. She has done a lot of that work herself. Like mm. she, we got a new nail gun, or it was our first nail gun, and she used it before I did. So she had to show me how to use it. So so Jody's become very very capable and heavy machinery tools and stuff you know skill sets so thanks yeah. it's impressive. um i wanted to go back though ellen yates who sent in that yeah. um question she painted our mural are you serious yeah, yeah. her wow. first mural mm-hmm. i did not know that it is she's so talented spectacular ellen i know you'll listen to this episode it looks amazing so <laughs> i mean it be it has become like the face of yeah. our brand sure yeah. yeah that is so cool okay we just got more drinks do you guys want to tell us what we got this is the whoopsie sour. Okay. It's kind of our take on a whiskey sour. So um, we have bourbon in it, Buffalo Trace, and then we have lemon, and we have a simple syrup and cherry juice and a little ginger ale. That's what, um, that is so good. A little bit of Ellie's love. Yeah. The chi- that cherry so juice is When we decided to open, I, I didn't <laughs> like bourbon, and I felt like I would be a fraud if I opened a bar and had bourbon and I and, hated it. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I would gag every time I had it. Mm-hmm. So Even I, in a drink like this, I'd yeah. never. Yeah, I mean, if I could if you, taste if it, if there was at bourbon all. in it, yeah, <laughs> yeah. it's so kind of hard to master. I, I sure. undertook a challenge to 
like bourbon over three days. Okay. It took two. Okay. So I drank something with bourbon in it every night. And this was one of the drinks that like my friend said, try something with this. And yeah. so I tried it and I hated it and I kept adding stuff. And so I just tinkered with it until I created this and I loved it. So I hmm. named it whoopsie sour. Cause it's like, oops, I just added this. <laughs> <and it was laughs> good. That's amazing. I wondered what that was. That's really cool. It is so good. I love it. I'm a big fan of like the like tart sour type drinks. So, yeah. That that little bit, the cherry is what threw me off. I was sitting here and I was, t- I was like, "What is that flavor?" Mm. It I, pulls the tartness back. It, just it does a little bit. It so does. It's not it, too much. It's just like it's one of those things where I'm like, I'm waiting for it to get stronger, and then it just kind of lingers there. Yeah, it, it just was, like evens yeah. out, yeah. mellows. No, yeah, it's, it's pretty good. mellow. Yeah, I was gonna say when I saw like the word sour in it, I was a little nervous because I'm not mm. like a sour person, like when it comes <laughs> to beer or like a cocktail or anything. But it's very like it's very balanced, very mellow. Thanks. I like it. My favorite part is the ch- like the cherry, the actual oh, cherry. You yeah. got to eat the cherry at the end. Okay. Okay. With the no. Okay. Well, I could. don't know what the etiquette. I mean, is. you can. Yeah, you, you can eat, eat the, the lemon, lemon peel. Yeah, yeah. Right. yeah you, Austin, you have to. Austin, I'm just <laughs> learning. You guys could have fooled me. I would have done it. You got to do it first. All right. We have one more question that was sent in. Okay. I don't know who manages their account, but it was sent in by the Beach House Skincare Spa. Okay. Which they actually won. We did. We gave away like so many gift cards to your. Thank you so much. Yeah. I didn't know you guys did that. Have, is this something new? It literally, I just, I did not wake up and think that I was going to give away four gift cards, but we did it. Just so, <laughs> oh, thank you. <laughs> so, and I think most of them haven't been here before. Oh, so, awesome. so her question was, "What in your business are you so passionate about that you would do for free? Not that you should do things for free, by the way." I think it's having parties in. Really? Yeah, I love. When people decide to come here for their birthday party or like a bachelorette party, it just feels like they bring in so much positive energy and it's such a compliment that they're having a big occasion that's important Mm. to them and they're choosing to celebrate it here. So I would do it for free just because it fills me up with Mm -hmm. like all of that positive energy and makes me remember why I wanted to do this in the first place. Yeah. Are you an extrovert or an introvert? No, introvert. Are you? <laughs> you that's tell. surprising. See, see, that's the that's the foe. That's the. Disguise. I mean, that's really surprising. Yeah. So, like, why do you feel like that fills you up? I mean, not that introverts can't enjoy parties. Yeah. I'm just genuinely curious here. <laughs> I think it's because when we first started talking about this in seriously, like mm-hmm. it was going to become a thing. I had this vision in my head of people being here and celebrating something and, yeah. and having fun with their friends and their family and like creating something and being proud of themselves. Like all of that emotion that they were going to feel, yeah. I envisioned. So seeing it happen uh, is so fulfilling. Mm-hmm. I have one more random question. Do you feel like you dream in details or like dream in big picture? Mm. I don't know. Cliff, would you say that you're the big picture person? Because I feel like we're a little bit of a mixture of both. Yeah, we can both be detail-oriented detail oriented and like a little perfectionist at times, but they're not always the same time. Yeah. Um, Jody will often probably challenge me with like a, we'll say, medium-sized picture. And, then, <laughs> and I'm not really into it. Yeah. Like this business. 
<laughs> really? And then once I'm into it, I'm like, then he well, blows it up. Yeah. yeah. Sure. And then I get uncomfortable and then I want to like, shrink into the what... details and like, that's interesting. Don't talk to me about it. Just let me finish this backsplash. Yeah. You know? So you guys balance each other out like that. That's interesting. Oh, it's yeah. a seesaw. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no balance. It's it's just, there's, are, a, there's a brief moment of balance, the and then it's... Yeah. <laughs> people are always <laughs> slamming their butts on the ground. That's, That's a funny. great analogy for us, <laughs> yeah. a seesaw. You always go too far in one direction, yeah. <laughs> so, guys, tell us about the crafted business overall. So what can people expect when they walk through the front door for someone who never, who's never been here before, you know, what do you guys offer? What, what can they expect to see? We're a concept bar. Ayo. (laughs) (laughs) Where you can enjoy a great craft cocktail or beer or wine while you create something. We have all these DIY projects. We have over 15 different projects that people can choose from. And what's great is when people come in, they don't have to do the same thing. So it's it's all self-led. We have these step-by-step photo tutorials and Mm -hmm. you can kind of go at your own pace, make the thing that speaks to you. And within every project, there's a lot of uh, customization that can happen. What's your favorite project that you guys have right now? Making or me choose had. between my babies. I know. Uh, no, I love doing Your the... babies are a boy and a girl. <laughs> <laughs> this business is inanimate. <laughs> uh, I love doing the wall... Uh, sorry, the leather projects. Okay. I, they're so satisfying because they're beautiful, mm-hmm. but they're also really useful. How often do you rotate the projects? We haven't really rotated the projects. We've okay. added to added them. Added to them, but, okay. but okay. Um, sometimes we rotate out the designs. Like sure. In the fall and the winter, we had a lot of seasonal mm-hmm. designs for the painted signs and the string art. But otherwise, yeah, we, we kind of keep the same projects and then just add to it. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's you know, we talked a little bit about the quality of the drinks and the projects are also mm-hmm. high quality. Like the, these are things that you can be proud of, first yeah. off. And they're very they're functional. Like yeah. that that leather clutch, and then we have several different leather styles that mm-hmm. the the women choose primarily. It's it's really useful. It's and it's nice. Yeah. Um, and I've been impressed with how well all varying skill sets can execute the projects. Mm-hmm. At at the minimum, like the lowest level is still very like nice yeah. looking, yeah, and respectable. So, do you rank them by like? Difficulty or is it all not, the same? Not in front of customers. <laughs> oh, not, not no. Oh. It's all equal. I think no. I think he oh, means like made, the selection. Like, Sir, that is a seven <laughs> at best. Yeah. yeah, five at best. After they leave, five oh, that best. was a group of two. Yeah, I love that you said at best. That's an inside joke. Another friend of mine. It's uh, five <laughs> at best. But funny about that is when we opened, I was like Jody, I would like. Because Jody oh, yeah. was convinced and like had her heart set on everyone's gonna do these projects. Like these instructors have to be perfect because everyone yeah. has to do the project perfectly and be very proud of them. I was like, Jody, you can't control the crazy. Like there's yeah. going to be some rough ones and there have been a few rough ones. Yeah. But I, I was convinced that there were going to be some. I was like, I would like to do a nailed it or failed it series every month oh, where people okay. submit for both categories <laughs> yeah. for a voting prize, sure. you know, sure. to vote on by our social media audience and, um, and but we haven't had enough failed yeah, it. We haven't. We haven't. Oh, really? No. It's no. all nailed it. It's been really small. <laughs> so you guys mentioned before that you opened Crafted two months before. Was it two weeks? Two or weeks. Two, two, weeks. Like two weeks. Two weeks. Before the COVID shutdown. Right yes. before. So, mm-hmm. One, what was that like for you as a business owner? But then two, how are you still here? <laughs> um, gosh, it was such a whirlwind just trying to open. I mean, mm-hmm. let's if I may back up to opening, um, just 
I was so proud of us for even just getting a business off the ground because yeah. we had no idea how much work went into it ahead of time. And we couldn't have done it without a great team of people helping mm -hmm. us out. Like I worked with Kevin Evans. He was at the Bradley Small Business Development Center at the time. Yeah. He okay. gave us a lot of great advice on my business plan, working mm. with the bank and getting a loan. Like yeah, Tony, Tony Lees, Lees with Morton huge, Community helping bank. us. Mm. Katie Kim getting our the, this building for us and then Baldovin construction doing the renovation. It's like, we couldn't have even done any of it without yeah. all of that community support. So just opening our doors was huge. And we were like running on fumes, running mm -hmm. on adrenaline. And we had a couple of great nights, a great events. And then COVID happened. That and is so crazy. <laughs> it was just like all of this work and emotion and money and whatever went into it. Yeah. And I remember being here on the Sunday that we found out everything was shutting down. The kids were here and I was working on that unicorn as, mm -hmm. a, as a project example. And I like to tell people <laughs> that the watercolor effect was an accident. It was just my tears. Oh. <laughs> Is that true? No. Oh. <laughs> I was crying, but not that much. <laughs> it wow. was just, it was like, yeah. I don't know. We just, I think going through the pandemic, taught us to let go of our expectations yeah. and just roll with the punches because that night then I stayed up till like four in the morning getting mm. all of our projects online so people could do them as DIY kits. People I were kind of that. freaking yeah. out like, what are we going to do? Everybody's at home. We're going to be so bored. Right. And they had, yeah. you know, the kids were at home. So we created kids projects and got those wow. up and like spent some really long nights trying mm -hmm. to get things going since people couldn't be in the space. Right. But it was a huge, like, it was kind of devastating to have worked on the space so hard and yeah. then, like, people mm. can't even experience it. Yeah. So we were trying to create a crafted experience at home. Mm-hmm. So how we got through it, I mean, it was through the DIY kits. It was through community support. Like yeah. so many people bought those. We were delivering them around because we were on like where people weren't supposed to leave their homes unless they were going to work. Right. So yeah. we were out delivering projects to people. We, we launched the cocktail kits mm -hmm. so we could sell some of our cocktails and people really could have like a night in. That yeah. was kind but, of a fun day. Yeah, they night. could really replicate the crafted experience at home. Mm -hmm. So I think that how we're still here, I mean, huge support from the community, which we're so thankful for, and just like rolling with the punches. Yeah. How do you feel like you saw that support just being such a new business at yeah. that time? Do you feel like you had developed a community? Like, no. It was just... Oh, no. No. Yeah, it was all from scratch. Mm -hmm. Like, I mean, we had some following and stuff before we opened because we yeah, kind of like, chronicled like our journey. 300 people. Yeah. So, I mean, I think one thing that really helped is people shared it with other people. Mm -hmm. You know, there were some, I think, community Facebook groups that shared it. So we got a lot of orders that way. Some yeah. teachers shared it with their classroom That's parents. Cool. Yeah. Zion and Banu, like that mm -hmm. was an example of like yeah. where she kind of she kind of helped us with her, her reach. For sure. As they were navigating the same yeah, thing. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Crazy. Yeah. 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 And, you know, we, in some ways, like blessing the skies, like we didn't quite have this machine that was like just running all cylinders, mm -hmm. like this behemoth that it like built over a couple of years. Like sure. We were still very, the very beginning. And yeah. so there was some, in some ways the pain wasn't quite as like maybe. Cause no devastating one was some expecting of these other anything from sure. us mm -hmm. anyway. Yeah. We yeah. just like kind of delayed our introduction or our mm -hmm. opening in some ways, sure. but for other people that were just humming along and then yeah. boom, you know, flip the switch. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, for as hard as it was for us and stressful, I, I just can't imagine the position a lot of other people were in. And 
and we're very fortunate to to still be here and mm-hmm. and in in many ways thriving despite what a heck of a year it was. And you know, lately we've had customers come in saying like, "Oh, you know, we were going to come in before." Yeah. And it's like, oh, well, I'm glad you're coming in now. Yeah. Thankfully, we're still here, and thankfully, they still want to come yeah. in. Absolutely. I think it's all the trolling of me. On social media. <laughs> That's really what solidified it. Yeah. Like, I got to see this guy. He looks like a fool. <laughs> <laughs> we did. We met somebody that was like, oh, Cliff is your real name? I thought she was making that up. I thought no, but so nobody funny. would really treat their husband like yeah. that. <laughs> nobody would call him Cliff. Someone else is sympathizing. No one would call him Cliff. <laughs> what kind of a name is that? <laughs> it's terrible. <laughs> so how long till people actually got to come in the space? Like we were closed down for two months and okay. then um then we opened up for just the outdoor drinking. So mm-hmm. it was like a three month period before people could come back into the space in okay. a limited capacity. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Was that weird when people came just to drink? Yeah. And <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we weren't ready for it. Yeah, sure. Like like Cause then when people came to just drink, like there was a little bit of volume, like in, in newness and interest and we weren't, we yeah. weren't ready. Like the business isn't built around serving a lot of drinks. It's yeah. built around serving projects with complimentary mm-hmm. drinks. Well, that, that changed in that time frame. Yeah. So it was, I think Ellie and I were here one day and I don't remember how many drinks that we served between the two of us. Me never have been a bartender. Ellie who has been in, in some capacity and I don't know, we got them all out. Probably not the most efficiently, but <laughs> we got him out there. Mm-hmm. Was that when we had Michael Kuzma yeah. come play the guitar? Yeah. Have Michael, you guys heard of him? No. Oh, should we have him he on just the went, yeah. You should. You might have to wait a little while. He just went to Australia on like a, like a remote assignment for like a year. But so he's a Bradley graduate of maybe a year and a half, two years ago. Okay. And in one of like his senior design project or something, he built a self-playing guitar. Really? Wow. Yeah. And he basically, he goes in and writes the music and kind of changes it and chords to fit, you know, something that his assistant can play. But more or less, it's like plug and play, pick a song and it rocks it out. Wow. So had an event crazy. that day. It's super cool. Yeah. yeah. So he came in and we set up the guitar outside and had like live mm-hmm. music, but nobody was so playing it. Was out it. Front? Uh-huh. Yeah. And okay. people came out and drank and sat outside. Yeah. Yeah. So... That was super fun last summer. I yeah. mean, I think we just kept trying to rack our brain on like how, what can we do how to just survive, get mm-hmm. through this, you know? Yeah. I mean, people have used the term pivot and I'm sure, oh my gosh, yeah. I'm so tired of pivoting, but like it, that's all it was. It was constant mm-hmm. pivoting. Even mm-hmm. what didn't seem like a pivot was like, like opening back up in the studio. Well, we had shifted everything to like an online strategy. Right. Yeah. So you have to and not people in and like there yeah. was stuff all Everywhere. over this, yeah. this, the studio floor to prep for that. And we had to like flip that around. And then we had, it, it was just, it felt like every two weeks there was something, something new, something to different to like something pretty significant. Yeah. And it, Oh, it was, it was so, but you know, exhausting. There were some blessings in disguise, really, because there were things that we had talked about that mm. we wanted to do that got pushed to the back burner. Yeah. Like we did want to offer our projects online. Mm-hmm. Um, and actually, before we opened, I had done like a little holiday market. Yeah. And I had uh, packed up a bunch of these project kits and they they didn't sell at all it was kind of a flop flop. (laughs) and i was feeling like really crappy about myself and the business and then three months later wow you know we got shut down and it's like well we have 60 projects prepped and kitted let's get these online and we were they were ready to go yeah so that's how we were able to do that so quickly so in some ways like 
you know, that looked like it was a failure and in reality ended up helping Mm -hmm. us out a lot. And then same with like the cocktail kits, it just spurred us to be more creative and come up with things that in the end are better for our business than maybe we would have come up with. Yeah. Yeah. So we're going to go deep on this one. So looking back on your life, what are you most proud of? I mean, I think that obviously our kids. Sure. I mean. Well, not yet. You're not proud of them yet. They haven't proved themselves. They have potential. (laughs) They got potential. Yeah, I see the potential. I haven't seen the execution. (laughs) That is terrible. Such a corporate term. (laughs) The execution. We don't have final product. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, no, but for real, that's the that's when I feel the most proud is seeing them like playing with their friends and being kind to one another, and Mm. then like they're starting baseball and that type of thing. And like, that's really fun to watch. But as far as like personal accomplishment, that's not tied to them. It's gotta be crafted. Yeah, it has mm-hmm. to be. Cause this is, this isn't something that like everyone does or has an opportunity or takes a chance yeah. on. Like this is an yeah. experience that is unique. Like, many people have kids, right? And many, <laughs> many people get job promotions and stuff. Like I don't, I don't sure. need to like, 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 so it doesn't matter. that we have <laughs> yeah. yeah. I don't, I don't mean to like downplay those. Like they're certainly sure. significant, yeah. but for something that, um, wouldn't have other experienced otherwise, or don't know many people that have experienced. Yeah. yeah super proud about, oh, I, back to Jody's point about like just opening the doors. I have mm-hmm. so much respect for anyone that's ever opened a business, mm-hmm. whether or yeah. not they were successful or not is, is not even like, it's incredible what it takes just to open. Mm-hmm. Just taking that risk. Yeah. That and first going step. through the hoops to get to opening the doors. Mm-hmm. Sure. Yeah. Much less being successful. Um, well, that's one of the reasons that I don't know if you noticed when you walk in, it says be bold. And I missed it. The reason I painted that on there was because this did feel like a big risk to me. Mm-hmm. And I'm not a risk taker. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you. I would have never guessed. <laughs> would have never guessed. Um, you hide so, it well. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, being, I don't know, vulnerable enough to like put your all into something publicly that could mm-hmm. be a success or could be a failure is uh yeah it's it's risky and it feels scary but we needed to be bold and we needed to be brave mm-hmm. and and do it yeah the whole like the cliche or like the you know the 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 token description of like opening your own business or starting one from scratch was <laughs> what we did um all of it's true, but it's also like you don't really know how true it is or how it feels until you do it. Mm-hmm. Kind of like having kids, like there's, it's hard having kids, yeah. like raising raising children. There are great, wonderful aspects of it, and then there are other like days where you like the roller coaster, or maybe minutes where the roller coaster went down. But um, it's the same thing. Like people tell you how hard it is to open a new business or the challenges, and it is so true. Yeah, well, I met with Banu before we decided to mm-hmm. officially do it, and she did tell me how hard it was, and yeah. still I was like, I'm going to do it. She asked us if we wanted to buy Zion. <laughs> now that we know funny. why she yeah. says that, because we offered that to other months later, people yeah. now. Yeah. You want to buy it, it's fine. A couple months later, we offered her crafting. Yeah. <laughs> for a very attractive price. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so we're getting another drink here. Uh, before we do, we have a couple more questions. So the first one is, I was looking around your website, and I saw some about drink to donate what is that and how did that come about this all started with uh well part of the concept of like us opening the business here 
in Peoria is that we wanted to create this space that people could have fun. And then Jody touched on that earlier. Mm-hmm. But we also wanted to like be part of the community and then give back to the community that supports us. And we saw this concept of Drink to Donate in a way played out in a, a little local bar that was by us in Denver. Mm-hmm. And they would have these three different categories of charities, local charities. One was like yeah. animal-based, human-based, and earth-based. Okay. And basically, every drink that they sold, they give you this little token. Mm-hmm. And you would go and insert it in whatever box, and they would donate something. Oh, like you could so. choose which. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yes. That's so, cool. Um, so we did a variation of that where, where essentially every month we select a new local charity that's, that's you know, contributing to the Peoria. And 50 cents of every drink we sell from the day we opened until the day we close and yeah. far, far away from now. Yeah, which will be never. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, we donate 50 cents. So um, cool. we rotate the charities and uh, we have probably at this point, we probably have a couple staple that we'll, we'll stay continue yeah. with. But um, yeah, this has been a big part and a fun part of, of being able to give back to these different groups. So that's one way we do sort of charitable organization work. But we've also, through the mm-hmm. pandemic, we had a lot of charities reach out to us to say, hey, um, yeah. we usually do this big charitable gala fundraiser Mm. in person but we can't do that in 2020 so you have some neat like project things can we partner with you so we've done stuff with junior league we did stuff with crittenton centers um in some some cases like they just used some of our projects or cocktail kits but in Mm -hmm. other cases we've created custom designs for them that relate to their um organization well yeah so we're gonna redo one with like illinois cancer care yeah. Uh, so for this month, there's a, a project, like a special project with drink pairing, a cocktail mm-hmm. kit, and 20% of those proceeds go back to their organization. Um, and then we also selected them for the month for drink to donate for, so mm-hmm. that anyone comes in the studio and has a drink, 50 cents will go towards their organization. Yeah. And then um, we're going to set up our Bang the Blade, which mm-hmm. we can touch on in a minute, um, at their golf event. Okay. Um, as on one of the holes. So <laughs> that would be That's a lot of cool. fun. Yeah. <laughs> that would be a good time. Oh, we have to do that tonight. Yeah. Bang you guys blade. definitely okay. need to do Bang the Blade. I don't yeah. know what that means. Oh, I, oh. I know what that means. Do you know what that means? Yeah. Oh, it. explain I'm, it. So am I an idiot for not no, knowing? Or? Okay. No. Okay. <laughs> just not, I wanted to be a surprise. Just not a loyal oh, follower. You can be a, no. It can be a surprise. That's fine. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> check, check out, if, if you're curious about Bang the Blade, just go look at their Instagram page. There's there's plenty of posts about Yeah, there's a highlight on it. Okay, so we have hundreds of people listening from all around Peoria um, today. What is just one word of encouragement or even advice you would like to leave with them? I don't know that I can give advice, but I would like to encourage people to embrace what we have here. Hmm. So I, I would like to see the people of Peoria go out to more of the events that are happening to support the local businesses, um, really just eschew the negativity and embrace Mm -hmm. the positivity, which I think you guys are doing such a great job with your podcast because that's what you're putting out there. Um, and as far as like Peoria in general, I would love to see more streamlined, cohesive message about like what's going on Mm -hmm. because there's so much that our city has to offer and people don't necessarily know about it. Mm -hmm. But when they do know about it, I want people to leave their homes and go do it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. We talked about earlier, I've lived a lot of different places, both as a, like a child and adult. Oh, old fashioned. Do you love it? It's amazing. You like it? I love it. I love the tang. Like it's like not just, this is good. good. It has intrigue. It's not just. Oh, thank you, Ellie. It's the love. <laughs> wow. I've never tasted love until this moment. 
<laughs> I don't know if that's true, but <laughs> sorry. Yeah, it's again back to balance. I think yeah. the flavor. Sorry to get off topic, but yeah, it's a, <laughs> it's a topic. good old fashioned. Yeah. No, is is this Buffalo Trace as well? It is yes. Buffalo Trace. Okay, good. It's a very oh, good. good everyday very good. Yeah. everyday bourbon. Yeah, and it does well with. Mm. With the, the oh, cherries make a difference. Isn't it nice? Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. I mean, you know, but. Um, so we were talking about. What's one like word of encouragement or advice you'd like to leave with Peoria? Having lived in a lot of different places as a, a, a child and an adult. Um, yeah. Peoria is a, is a good city. It really is. If you try to compare it to a Chicago or a New York or yeah. a Austin, Texas, sure, mm-hmm. it's not going to measure to like the the headline yeah, positives of those towns, but but even Denver, which I love and like my family's out there now, and someday we'll probably end up back out in Colorado. Like, there are some wonderful things about Denver. Mm-hmm. There are some crappy things about it. Sure, like in every town has their positives and negatives. Yeah, yeah. And I remember I had a, a coworker that was he was living in Jacksonville, Florida, mm-hmm. and he got moved to Edmonton, Canada. Mm-hmm. <laughs> two extremes that's a, right that's yeah. a big difference yeah and he was like dreading the move to canada and i was like man you know like you moved to jacksonville and of course yeah the beach was appealing and such right. but like you found what was neat in jacksonville mm-hmm. and you're gonna move to edmonton and you're gonna find whatever's cool and neat and fun at edmonton and yeah. he went on like survival hiking mm-hmm. adventures and learning yeah. to snowboard and all mm-hmm. that and i was like that's what you just have to do and like peoria has can't do that in jacksonville <laughs> that's right <laughs> there's no snowboarding yeah, that's here. right and so um the, the message is like peoria peoria is big enough to have options yeah mm-hmm. that's one of my gripes is that i feel like the options are not well publicized back to one of jody's points about like yeah more right. like succinct messaging about what Peoria has to offer, right. not only for people that are coming to visit, but also local residents. Yeah. Right. I think it's hard to find out. Like we were just on the riverfront walking past the riverfront stage mm-hmm. and saw that there were signs posted on like the next 12 weekends of bands down there. Like, we had no yeah. idea. I didn't know they were. I didn't know that that was there. Why is that like concerts and festivals that that we had no idea up front and like well known for all Peoria that the riverfront is open and like the central place of gathering is having events again. So, but but my point is again that like Peoria has great things to offer. Like there's a great nightlife and and restaurant options in Peoria Heights, and there's great shopping out Grand Prairie, and there's a lot of great local restaurants in Peoria, like entrepreneur stuff. You've got some neat stuff coming up in the warehouse district that has like big city feel, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. right? Black Band Distillery, like Zion, Time, yeah. you know, Costa Arte. Like yeah. there's a lot of nice. neat things that are happening down here. You just have to embrace it. Yeah. And like stop poo-pooing like the things mm-hmm. you don't like about it. Because look, if you go to Denver, Indianapolis, Chicago, you'll find the things yeah. that you don't like there. Absolutely. Right? They're different than the things you don't like in Peoria. But yeah. there are plenty of good things in Peoria. Yeah. Absolutely. And it is a good place. There's no traffic. You know, it's, <laughs> it's pretty affordable. We have a riverfront. We have like large, like downtown. At it, Peoria's, yeah. Peoria's a good place. Cliff, tell us about our last drink. Oh, the old fashioned. Uh, it's classic. And I think that's what I like about most of the cocktails on our list is that they're not, that they're all They're not too esoteric. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're approachable. Fancy like, word. Yeah, I read. She's, no. she's <laughs> Angelus is podcast. That and SU. <laughs> yeah. But it's um it, it's 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 nothing special other than it's it's made fresh and balanced and made with Ellie's love. Um but it's like the rest of the cocktails, like they're all approachable. Um 
And I think that's what makes them neat. And I think there's a cocktail revolution happening. Yeah. And a, like a, a spirits like comeback. Yeah. I think breweries. Mm-hmm. They've had their moment in the yes. sun. And they're kind of. We still, still love, love breweries. We love breweries. <laughs> love breweries. But, but you but can also like find a, a brewery everywhere. Revolution sure, happens. sure. Yeah. Surprise Grilly doesn't have a brewery yet. They probably won't <laughs> <see>. <laughs> yeah. Down of like 2,000 people. But like there are, there, there are quite a few breweries around. But I yeah. think like what Black Band is doing and the fact that like our cocktails are by far the most, like the highest seller. Hmm. Yeah. I think there's a, like a micro distillery and cocktail group. Absolutely. Happening. Yeah, I think. I agree. I think that it's not that breweries are getting any smaller or Mm-mm. they're not going away. No, and definitely still booming. It's it, but it seems like those uh, those craft spirits are definitely kind of catching up or catching that that wave now and being yeah. like, hey, we can do this too. Let's yeah. get after it. And it seems to be working really well. I agree, especially somewhere like the whiskey capital of the world. Hey, I think exactly. that makes sense. Yes, exactly. So, so let's, many let's, ideas. Just saying, <laughs> so many ideas. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but for our old fashioned, it's muddled with a fresh orange slice and a bada bing cherry and mm-hmm. sugar cube and bitters. And then we've got yeah. our buffalo trace and then we have um, some orange zest over the top. Mm-hmm. So it's very aromatic. Yeah. I, and I we don't have giant ice cubes. It yes, is. the ice cubes make a huge difference. Do they really? You yeah, do? Ev- and everybody comments on them. They love our ice cubes. Hmm. Yeah, no, the big <laughs> ice cubes. Can that be definitely... our tag? Can you guys yeah. clip that? They love our ice cubes. <laughs> they got yeah, big cubes. that's the beginning. Just so you know, lie. it's one giant ice cube, and the reason for that is so that it doesn't water down your cocktail like mm-hmm. a bunch of small ones do, because there's less yeah. contact space, yeah. the service yeah. area. What a I great, great and, it, and it looks great good too. I knew that too. Yeah. So come down here and check out their large ice cubes. Yeah. <laughs> All that to say. Yeah. So what do you see for the future of Crafted? What's your vision go here moving forward? I think that with the whiskey capital of the world, there is a man. lot that we could promote around that and make. This comes back to the message of like centralizing like theme of Peoria. Because many cities have something they're well known for restaurants mm-hmm. and bars yeah. and like and that's what we're if we're just trying to promote that we have restaurants and bars and like activities and a planetarium and stuff like there are many places a lot of that. places have that mm-hmm. I, I would love to see us centralize like our messaging as why come to peoria sure and be like succinct and focus in that and i think we can build it around that history of whiskey city a hundred percent. Which is slightly coming right starting to come back. There's it some is. things that might happen to the street from some street signage, which will mm-hmm. be interesting. We have like the character of the architecture. Mm-hmm. We have some of the, you know, the living uh, yeah. the residential stuff coming in and the which businesses will follow. Yep. I think that we could build this place as the like I would call it the cocktail trail. Mm-hmm. So spin on the bourbon trail. Yep. <laughs> I just did that three he weeks was ago. Just on it. Oh, yeah. Isn't nice. it great? I and it's funny because I was gonna say something, but I was at Buffalo Trace oh. at the distillery. Isn't that an amazing it was. place? I was in line and there were I saw several people wearing uh Crafted whiskey, shirts? whiskey city shirts from industry <laughs> brewing. No, from industry brewing. So like no the, way. wearing their their whiskey city, you know, you no uh, way. The, no cap, kidding. Or the you know whiskey city really? to the Buffalo yeah. Trace distillery. Oh, and I was awesome. like I was like Way to rep it! Like I was, yeah. I was so proud in that moment. I think but, we have to rally around that because, like, they can too. have bourbon. Let's just have yeah. whiskey because yeah. all bourbons whiskey. Yeah, yeah. We'll just take all whiskey. We'll, in general. we'll, we'll just take it all. <laughs> yeah, we'll just have all like, of it. Why not replicate like, no, a, like a smaller version of the Bourbon Trail in downtown Pure in the Warehouse District of yeah. like, the Cocktail Trail and make like 
make that the reason that people come to Peoria mm-hmm. is to like do their own self-guided tour from yeah. a couple of restaurants and bars that have good high-end cocktails. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then when they're here, then you expose them to all the bars and restaurants and Airbnbs and that are like along that, right? Yeah. That are supportive of it. So yeah. but like be succinct in the messaging yeah. and create a cocktail trail. Absolutely. I have a Facebook page. Created. That's a, that's a great, <laughs> do you really? Yeah. That's awesome. I have like, yeah. This is what he means by he takes my idea and he blows and, it yeah, up. Blows yeah. It up. yeah. Yeah. I've got someone lined Honestly, up. I got though, a, you're right on track. Yeah. I got a foodie like guy that can do like blog about the cocktails. Mm-hmm. I've got some of the other like organizations that are willing to yeah. help like some videography and, no, that's Is this awesome. where you're going to pinch idea. my leg? No. <laughs> <laughs> but for us, so that's like, that's for like the, like the greater area, like making this like an sure. destination to yeah. come for like good quality cocktails. It's a great idea. And just build around it. Huntsville, yeah. Alabama did something very similar. Okay. But for us. For us, I think our cocktails are good enough that we could have open hours that aren't crafting where we're just a speakeasy. We'll have to show you guys. We'll Ooh. dim the lights yes. later. Okay. Show you. And <laughs> when it's ten thirty you, and you're not and you're supposed to still be home. When you, hey, when you guys are ready to demo run, just let us know. We'll come hang out. We'll yeah. we'll give you Legit. we'll give you feedback. We've we've got a name for yeah. it. Okay. Okay. Instead of crafted, okay. we turn into hammered. <laughs> That's amazing. And at like ten o'clock, we'll we flip we the lights. Pull, we pull down the shades. Yeah. We turn Crapping's down the lights. Out. Yeah, we have now, a password. It's New England clam chowder. <laughs> <laughs> Is that a hundred percent? Is it the red or the Guaranteed. white? I thought it was this Baba Baba Ganoush. <laughs> you have to listen to the podcast to get the password. It's the only place. <laughs> and we have a partnership. Or watch Asian yes. Tour Pet Detective. Sure. <laughs> That's but amazing. that's it. So, like, we'll turn. I think. I think that on Friday or Saturday nights, when there are more people, <laughs> sorry, more people downtown. I didn't um, even notice. We did a higher, We did an entire episode with a ping pong ball back bouncing oh, right yeah. behind us. So <laughs> pen clicking, no problem. I didn't even. And uh, I think that yeah, we could like we have a good enough cocktail menu that we could create a fun yeah. experience. We could dim this down. We'll play like it'd be super fun. We music. just need more. People. people down here. Yeah. yeah. So we just need we're kind traffic of like down here. Slow so okay. We got to wait for that. Sure. Playing mm-hmm. it. We sure. will build it after they come. <laughs> people will come. And when they're, when they're lined up outside, we built then, this. We'll, then we'll build it. We built this and waited. We're so waiting. Yeah. You know, in some ways come. But we'll build that when they come. So that's, that's one of our points. But so Short that's, term. Yeah. That's something that like we it, foresee. Yeah. And then like eventually we would love to open up more locations. Yeah. Hmm. I think, yeah. I mean, Jody did all this from scratch. The concept, we, we picked this concept up from a place in Denver and we okay. looked into franchising. Yeah, I looked into several franchise options and really? none of them were going to come to this market. Sure. So we decided to just do it on our own. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I, I think there's a, you know, the sip and paint, um, like mm-hmm. wine and paint concept, that's been around for a while and that, yep. that's pretty pervasive. Yep. But, but this concept is not that widespread yet. And like we've had a lot of people come from Chicago either with friends or we had, we had a couple people come down from Champagne. Really? Chicago like as a weekend in Peoria mm-hmm. and so it came So a woman here. came from Kentucky. She made a weekend out of it because she found us on Instagram. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, it that's is crazy. crazy. Cool. It's amazing. And they're like, oh, we need this here. We need this here. And so wow. I think there's a real opportunity to expand like all the hard work that, that Jody did to yeah, create all the instructions. Build He's all so the nice. All I do is troll him, and then he like lifts me up. <laughs> well, I just I get amazing. to be the face. Of Kraken, so. <laughs> just wait till he gets this uh, cocktail trail Facebook page yeah. up and running. Like, and it's he, all me. It's all can, me. This is my idea. And he can troll you. So, 
But yeah, I think I think uh, expansion is in our in our future. Hmm. Um, there's still a lot of there's still a lot of work to do from awareness yeah. in the Peoria area and, and beyond. Yeah. Like we, we can attract people from Bloomington and Springfield and Gillsburg too. But, sure. but I think that all plays into a little bit more like the city of Peoria messaging. Like, yeah. Like yeah. why are people coming to the Peoria or how are we attracting them here? But yeah, I think expansion is in the future. We, this is a year of like kind of stabilizing a little mm-hmm. bit mm-hmm. and standardizing figu- our, figuring out our finances and all that sort of stuff. And then, out, yeah. And then figuring out, okay, where to go next. We're having a great time doing what we're doing now. We're happy to 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 create a place in in Peoria and the community that people enjoy. And, and yeah, you know what I love about it. You know, I think we touched a little bit on earlier, like what Jody would do because it's, she just loves it. I love everyone that comes in here, no matter the mood they're in. Even if they're mad when they come in, because mm-hmm. some people are, they've been dragged yeah. here by their friends. They're yeah. like, I don't know what this is. They're slight. Yeah. They're slightly less it. mad when they leave. <laughs> they're happy. When Everyone <laughs> leaves <laughs> happier <laughs> than when they came in. <laughs> that could be taken a different way. Like, I'm so happy I'm leaving here. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Still, it still I'm checks dead. out. They're slightly less mad than yeah. when they left. Yeah, you, you made someone's day. We improved her day. <laughs> We improved their day. But I think that's true. And a lot of people are impressed with themselves yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. when they finish their project. Yeah, that's And they're really very pleased with yeah, what they created. And they walk out on cloud nine. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They had really low expectations that they came in. And Jody did a great job with instructions. And then the craft tenders do a good job, great job. Coaching. Like coaching them through mm-hmm. it. And they walk out like just beaming. And that is that's really awesome. neat to see. Because that was part of what we wanted to create too. Is Part of like this whole DIY concept is that the reason people don't DIY is because they're afraid to screw up. Yeah. Right? But really, Absolutely. a lot of things are not as complicated as we make them out to be. Mm-hmm. You just have to try it. So you want to accept tips. that it may not be perfectly right, and then you can do it. Do yeah. it again, and so yeah. we're, we're creating a little and bit of that drinks confidence. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, absolutely, <laughs> some false confidence, liquid yeah. confidence. Yeah, it's great. Yeah, yeah exactly, but absolutely, guys. We cannot thank you enough oh, thank for you. this. We love what you're doing. I know we said I don't know if we said this on the podcast, but this is Alex and I's first time here, and we've been we've been eyeing it for a while for both of us. Like we've just been wanting to come out here, but we both have kids. Like it's hard to get date nights and anyways. But this is just. Like, this is the coolest space, and you guys are incredible people. You have an incredible thing going, and we're really excited to see where it goes. So thank you for letting us hang out with you. Thank you so much for having us. Honestly, I love the podcast. I'm so glad that you guys are putting out all the great things that Peoria has to offer. Hey, well, thanks for listening to episode 18 of the People of Peoria podcast. We had such a good time with Jody and Cliff uh, at Crafted DIY Studio and Bar. Uh, and really want to encourage you to check it out. Uh, if you haven't been there before, it's a great place uh, to hang out. Um, they are just great people. They have an awesome team. And I know that you would really enjoy uh, your time there. So we really encourage you to check it out. As always, if you're not subscribed to the show, take a quick moment to hit the follow or the subscribe button on your favorite podcast platform of choice. Uh, we're on pretty much all of them. Uh, And we would be super grateful if you'd follow along uh, for the conversations. We try to share a new episode every other Monday. So every two weeks, uh, we share a new conversation uh, with local people who are influencing our culture or who are doing cool uh, things in our area. We love this city. We are grateful to you uh, for listening to this show. And we hope you have an awesome week. We'll see you back next time.